And welcome back, weirdos. This is episode seven, I believe, of the Weird Austin podcast. Uh, we have a, a pretty interesting episode today, but before we get there, let's go ahead and do our housekeeping. Uh, our sponsor today is Lightning Speed Briefs. Uh, Lightning Speed Briefs, the briefs you dream about. All right. And uh, interestingly, um, Dylan had an idea to kind of flip it on Ron and I. So actually, I'll let him introduce uh, his idea. So today we're going to be talking about experiences in the military. We have Justin and Ron, both have been in the military four years at least, minimum. And so we wanted to see what their life was like before, during, and after. Mostly during. All right, I'll just introduce, uh, I guess, my service. Um, my name is Justin Laney, and I served in the United States Navy between August 23rd, 2008, and August 23rd, 2012. Uh, I served two combat deployments during Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom on the USS Lincoln. I'm Ron. Uh, much have I had in the military? Went in in 2016. I actually did not re-up, so I only did my two and a half years. Did not do four years. Uh, no overseas, just stationed at Fort Hood. By 2016? Is it 2000? No. When was this? No, 2000. Wow. Brain fart. 2009. No. Big difference. <laughs> 96. Sorry. <laughs> Someone needs sleep. Uh, 1995, 96. Roughly. Okay, that's when it was. It was around May. May. You said Fort Hood. Fort Hood. Oh wow. Okay. What'd you do there? Uh, supply specialist. Uh, 92 Yankee. It was your S4 slash your person that order everything slash handled the armory. Is there any like weird supplies that you wouldn't expect to be in the military? Anything out hmm. of the ordinary? Not really. It was basically literally everything you needed ordered, whether it be a pen, BDU, BDU is actual military uniform, uh, underwear or parts for a tank. Wait, underwear? You didn't bring... They supplied you underwear? You, there was military issue, yes. Brown underwear. It was brown? BBDs, yes. Wait. So you couldn't see if you shit yourself? <laughs> they give us whitey tidies. Deadpool, yeah. Wear your red suit, wear your brown suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whitey tidies? Yeah, we actually... y'all navy? Well, yeah. So they're called skibbies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're just, I guess, regular briefs would be the, the term. But we had these, you know, basketball shorts type of... Uh, we had these basketball short type uh, workout shorts, and people would actually just wear those instead of their underwear. So we actually had an inspection, and our chief was going through, and you have to have everything folded up. And he goes, "Shipmate, why am I counting? You know, six or seven underwear. What are you wearing?" And he's like, "Oh, um," uh, and he's like, "What are you wearing?" <laughs> and he kind of showed him, and he goes, "Nasty recruit, get your ass in the shower." <laughs> he's like, "Have you ever worn anything else?" He's like. No. <laughs> They're actually comfortable. They're more comfortable than the fucking, yeah, the BBDs. Yeah, but you wouldn't just be, like, kind of swinging around? Yeah, that was the thing. All loosey-goosey? Exactly. Um, funny of- funny story. Uh, I had uh, never changed in front of any, any other uh, group of people because I was never in any sports teams or anything. So when you first get to boot camp, they literally just say, all right, strip down and put on your underwear. And I was like, okay. So I got out of my underwear and I just paused. 
and everybody did it and i was like uh and then they, they were like what are you doing lady go ahead so i just did it real quick and i put them on i put my pants over it well, i found it like a day later i'd put them on backwards <laughs> so for the first full day i had my underwear on backwards <laughs> i didn't even notice <laughs> That's how much you have going on. I mean, you know, you don't even notice little stuff like that. What about when you went to go to the bathroom and you realize that you're... Dude, I mean, we're, you know, we do drink, what, like eight canteens a day they recommend or something crazy. Too many. You yeah. just sweat it all out, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we didn't actually sleep for the first day and a half. Um, yeah, and but it was nice because they call it P-Days and you get to wear little pajamas you wearing your Smurfs. Uh, it's to my understanding they changed it. It's a little bit more athletic now. I think they uh, they do kind of like what the Marines do, I guess. It's a little bit more, you know, track-ish instead of sweatpants. But I still got my sweatpants, man, and my, my sweatshirt, and they're still pretty comfy, you know. Yeah, mine are all gone. I got rid of that shit. Really? Uh, it's only been 10 years for me, so. It's well, it's been six. way too long. I don't even know why I said 2016. Jesus. <laughs> uh, you know what birth control is? Yeah. Both of you from the military? The glasses. They're indestructible. Military birth control? Military birth control is usually when you get to basic training slash permanent duty, you get your birth control. It's usually confirmed as your big, thick glasses because they call it birth control because nobody's going to want to fuck you. (laughs) Wait, so every recruit gets the glasses? If you you have to wear glasses, yes. They make you take out your contacts immediately. And then they're like, literally, Uh... here's your birth control. They'll hand it to you and they'll joke and you'll be like, what's birth control? And like maybe two months later, oh, that's what birth control (laughs) is. That's why nobody's fucking me. Uh, a dude in the army um, in 2009 told me that they were allowed to keep their cell phones and their contacts. I I don't know how They're accurate that was. Yeah, I don't know, man. But he said he he did it, and uh, yeah, they didn't let us keep our cell phones. I knew one guy who kept his, and he got in trouble. Only got my stuff back. Uh, got a CD player when CD players were still around, <laughs> and cassette player. I think I got that back in AIT about halfway to AIT is your second portion of military training, at least for the army. That was at uh, Fort Lee, West Virginia. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you're in combat and you wear glasses, you just... No, you usually don't wear glasses. Uh, if you're in combat, you usually don't wear glasses. If anything, you're going to have a or strap to keep them on, but you're probably going to have contacts nowadays instead ah. of glasses in combat. Okay, so military-grade contacts. Yes. They bulletproof. Because if you have something that's going to reverberate or blow out your glasses, uh, it's going to go into your eye. Yeah. Huh. You know how they discovered... Putting glass on your eye was like okay, right? Like I think it was World War Two. The pilots kept crashing, and they would just get pieces of glass in their eye, and that's why hard contacts are a thing. Huh. You know, they're just refract- refractive, and uh, soft contacts are not a- easier. Cockpit window would break, and they're like, "Whoa, I can see better." <laughs> huh. Twenty twenty yeah. vision now. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Well, uh, so if you want to fire away with those questions, sure. I mean, like uh, PT, like boot camp. Right, you always get the stare, like I always think a full metal jacket with the drill sergeant shouting in your face. Do you have any experience like that? They played quotes over the PA system to be funny at one point. Um, but uh, I guess they have like um, a certain amount they're allowed to put you through. Uh, I don't want to say too much because I don't know what we're allowed to divulge, but yeah, they, they can't sit there and beat you for hours, man. You know, like that's. Not, I don't think that would be okay. You know, uh, we wanted it. I mean, we kept asking for more and more. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, "We're gonna do twenty push-ups." We're like, "Only 20 And they're like, "All right, thirty. Only, all right, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't too bad. Um, 
I got more workout uh, because I liked to talk. Uh, so, you know, everyone's dead quiet and I'd make a joke and they'd be like, Laney front center, you know, and then <laughs> I'd be doing, uh, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, eight count bodybuilders, which are basically burpees, mm-hmm. uh, with a twist. Any dying cockroaches? No, we did, a uh, uh, sharks where you, you yes. Know, yep. Yeah. So same thing. And crocodile, then you have the Pac-Mans. And we sing a song, please, Mr. Shark, don't eat me. Jacked up recruits don't taste so good. <laughs> we didn't do as much running as I wanted to. Um, we did a lot of marching, of course. I was the PFC. I held DNC. the flag, and I woke up every morning, and I had to wake up our guide on and everybody. Um, sometimes they woke me up, but we were the first people up. Uh, you either did that or you cleaned the bathrooms. Those were, like, the two main the things. Chain. Yeah, the head. Um, they called them the Dirty Seven. So seven people. Uh, <laughs> the funniest thing is uh, this dude is sneaking in brownies. And so somebody said, like we got pop, brownies in the bathroom. Basic. Hot brownies. And ba- and basic, yeah. Brownies. I think he it's had like brownies. like instant death. And, uh, well, it was funny because this guy was like, dude, we got brownies in the head. And I was like, what? And I ran to the bathroom and I'm looking and I'm looking thinking somebody had like snuck in brownies. And it was just those crappy brown paper towels that he was talking about that they needed to clean with. <laughs> so I was like, aw. <laughs> and then we had another guy who was uh, got caught sleeping by our chief, and he, uh, you know, was just kind of like arms crossed, head down, you know, sitting on the toilet. And our chief ran in and was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, uh, "I was praying, chief." He's like, "Don't bring God into this." <laughs> he's like, "You were sleeping," <laughs> and he just kept saying he was praying. On he's the like, toilet. I stood, yeah, he's like, "I stood there." And he's like, "I watched you. You weren't praying." <laughs> What was anything uh, interesting in boot camp for you? I could go for an hour. Oh, please pick uh, a couple. Let's see. Went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. That was I want to say it was May '95. No, May '96, '95 or '96. One of those. But yeah, basic training was fun. Uh, it was Oklahoma during summertime Ooh. tornado season two. Wow. I have too many stories. I think the most one that stands out. We did have a guy in the. We had uh, two story buildings. The bottom ground story was actually for the laundromat. Uh, second floor, ours was second floor for my platoon. Third floor was for the next platoon. Uh, I think the biggest, funniest one is, I guess, the platoon up above us. They had some guy, and it was about a month in, he wanted to get out of basic, so he jacked off and filled up his canteen. This was discovered upon inspection. They didn't know what it was until he fessed up, yeah. I think there was another guy that was in my platoon. He apparently lived right off of base normally, and he wanted to get out, so he... I still don't know how he did this. I think it was like four months in. Basic training at the time was currently about eight weeks. Uh, I think four weeks in, they opened up his foot lock. Or not his wall, we had wall lockers there. We had, uh, yeah, we had wall lockers. We didn't have foot lockers. That was... No, that was still... No. Yeah, we had wall lockers. But... uh. Somehow he had gotten his stuff really damp and left it in there and the whole thing started to grow mold inside of the whole thing. It was just a cabinet of mold inside because we were like, it's stinking and it was locked by his own lock and they didn't cut it open until like a month after he went AWOL from basic training. And it was like, yeah, you've got a whole entire closet full of mold. That's terrible. Uh, We had two soap parties. Wait, hold up, hold up. Let's go back to the first story. (laughs) First story? Yeah. A whole canteen. Yeah. Like, he had been going for about a month. Like 16... 32 ounces? 32 ounces. 
Yeah, you're talking about your typical. Now, this is just regular green canteens, sir. Yeah. So and so. That's like 32 ounces. That's a lot. Considering they also give you saltpeter there, too. What was he drinking out of? We don't. <laughs> well, you're given two. So. Oh. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. Why was he doing this? To get out of basic training. There's so many. You'd be surprised this thing that's, that people do to get oh, out. Oh, yeah. Once they get there, you're like, I don't want to be in this. Yep. And you're like, you can't. You're in contract. And like, I need out. Yep. And. We had to go walk out completely like you said. He walked all the way to the front base in his Smurfs. Mm-hmm. And this, this guard just went, what are you doing? And he's like, okay. And just turned around and came back. And then we had two guys use our razors to cut themselves. Oh, shit. And then the third guy walked up after a week and was like, I'm thinking of cutting myself. Can I get out? And they're like, you better go back and either commit or get your ass back in line. Yeah, they'll send you to MHMR and trying to discourage you from getting out of yeah. basic training. It's not too bad, honestly. Like, deployment is a lot more lonely than basic training. You yeah. know? My basic training was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I'm not saying... I'm saying it's a uh, short amount of time compared to having a six to seven month deployment. Eight know? weeks goes by pretty slow. It does. It, it did. I want to say the last two months went by quick. But at the beginning of it, it's kind of like, what is sleep? Oh, yeah. yeah we do a, uh, our platoon, we were lucky. We had a good drill sergeant, uh, Williams. Blackest man I've ever seen still. Uh, we had another drill sergeant, Wims, which is the biggest guy. Well, he, it was funny because I mean, was, at the time it was weird to see a really big built guy in BDUs because you're like, if you flex, it's just gonna shred. Yeah. But he was he was stacked, but he was like maybe five four. We had an RDC huh. like that. He it, he would just do he just you know sit there at ninety degrees in a push up and yeah. just like watch all of his struggle. Watch yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he was awesome. It was funny though the first day. Uh, oh, that's the opening story, I guess. When we first initially go through uh, our in-processing, it's two days and usually a week when they determine where you're going, what unit, platoon, whatever. And uh, Fort Sill, we went on cattle trucks, literal cattle trucks that they would use to transport cattle. Uh, <laughs> they were obviously retired. They weren't used for cattle. Like, the, like the, the trailers with yes. the holes in the sides so yes. they can breathe? And so y'all just sat in the So back it's like there? the horror story that they kept on telling us, yeah, when you get in there, you're going to see your drill sergeant. He'll be sitting there in the back, and that's exactly what happened. Drill Sergeant William is just sitting back there, sitting in the back, and he's just literally hunched over, just looking over, and everybody's literally just keeping the space around him. They don't even sit near him, and everybody's just getting quiet. And then literally the horror story is literally as soon as you hear the, the, the tracks, when the thing goes over the tracks, over into the basic training area, that's when they start up. And that's pretty much literally what happened. He just got in everybody's face, and it was just funny to see this guy because he had no voice. So he's just literally rasping everybody, pushing his brim from his drill sergeant cap into everybody, and everybody first didn't really know to take him seriously, and then about three other drill sergeants were let in. So, and they literally just get in your face, yell at you, might push you around a little bit. That's yeah, it was fun. Huh. At least for me, I look back, I'm like a little scared, but I'm like, if they hit me, there's more of us than them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they wouldn't. Uh, I want to say it got really interesting. I think the seventh month of basic training, uh, a fourth of our platoon could have died. Uh, I actually prevented... Somebody decided to bring one of the fuses from the live grenade range into the barracks. We don't know how he snuck it in still. He's sitting there in front of his footlocker with it open with his legs in a V, rolling it back and forth. I I tell her we actually had a reserve drill sergeant... (laughs) 
that's another story. He freaked us out because like the, he's he's literally in the reserves, but he's a drill sergeant. He came in the first day, is like a fucking alien. He was like literally, he's like, hey, how y'all doing? You and we're like, why are you friendly? What are you? Who are you? And the next day, he I think drill sergeant Williams got he told me he's like, hey, they're in basic training. They're not permanent duty. But uh, I informed drill sergeant Nichols about it. And he was like, yeah. And he went and they had to blow up the fuse and everything. They discharged that guy. But literally, if he had the casing for it, and if I didn't report it, dead. He slept literally across the way from me in the basic. Yeah, that was interesting. I was like, okay. <laughs> Can we not play with grenades? Well, it's, you're not supposed to. They search you. They search us when we leave. Yeah. When we go into the, the field or whatever, whether it's mm. for uh, live ammo, live grenade. They account bayonet, for every single and round, they, when too. you come back out, huh. they search you. It's almost a strip search. And then we're like, where the fuck did you have this thing? But he had... <laughs> <laughs> How big was the thing? He had kind of... What's it? Well, the fuse is probably about yay. Right, but how big around? It's like your finger. I think we know where he stored it. Yeah, but it was... he. I had some people had guessed that he lost it because he was mute most of the time, and he was a big guy too. He was built, but he would always roll, crack his neck and everything, and just sit there and roll <laughs> on his neck and everything. And we're like, okay, yeah, he's one of those that's yeah, <laughs> lost it in basic training. We had a dude who said he was a werewolf and his girlfriend was a vampire. He's the one of the guys who cut himself, and he carried a vial of his girlfriend's blood around his neck. Somehow he got that. Work. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So. LARPing too much. Yeah, and this was 2008, so <laughs> he was early. That's metal. Um, but if you really Holy want to see what, what I went through, they have a really good um, video on YouTube. It's like the first couple of days. And just like you said, I mean, you're on the bus, you know, and then like the second you bus. pull up, it just changes. Yeah, we had a bus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then they say, stand on the toy line. But I remember I was so disrespectful right before we got there. This girl came out. She was wearing her... You know, uh, not like dress, but like her work uniform. And she only had a couple of, uh, probably just like her McDonald's ribbon and maybe her sharpshooter. And I don't even think she was a sharpshooter. And she was just like, you're, you know, you guys are all going to hate going there. And I'm like, it can't be that bad. She's like, you don't know what you're in for. I'm like, really? She's like, I'm going to tell him to give it to you extra hard. And I'm like, what, did you just graduate like last week? Are you, are you waiting to leave? Is that why you're here? And like her face looked so sad and I felt so bad. I guess she was like LLD, like you hurt yourself or like you're waiting on a medical. Mm. So that's what they do. They kind of use those graduates to corral people. Yeah. And uh, I actually, I knew one guy who was on mental check because he snuck porn in. Uh, And then he snuck porn in again whenever he was like in a separate barracks for those people. Sounds like an addiction. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a magazine, but uh, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I I didn't know they actually had coping. He was coping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but yeah, like I said um, boot camp wasn't terrible but yeah the, it's, it's a lot more psychological than it was physical for mm. us mine was both I actually had a fourth week in third week third or fourth weekend uh, I had to go on a, what's called a dead man's profile I had I kept on telling myself it was 12 feet up until about five years ago then I started doing the gauge distance it was probably over a 20 foot fall onto my back Oh. I lived. Uh, huh? How did it happen? Uh, ironically, it was our first big uh, FTX, field training exercise, uh, basically just going through obstacle courses, an all-day thing. It was pretty awesome. We had to march out there. The march was about an hour. 
Uh, it had been raining before. So we got to the obstacle, typical through tires. I think one, we had to climb the rope up probably 10 feet, then back down. And this is not a knotted rope. You actually had to use your feet and your arms and everything. Then the thing that sucked about that is they, after that you had to rappel over a river. Oh wow. And it had just rained, so it was pretty fast moving. Luckily they had two drill sergeants in the water. I was actually surprised at how well they took care of us. Uh, even though they were fucking yelling at us too. So I go halfway over that thing. I want to say the distance in yards... Damn, let's say maybe 30. Wait, rappel... You're hanging upside down. Yeah. So you have to literally hang upside down and shimmy over the river. Wow. Huh. It's essentially like a small river. How many people were in your platoon? Upper 20? Maybe 30? Really? That's just just one platoon, yeah. We had 80. And we ended up, like, not... I think 72, 73 people ended up making it. So I want to say we had mid-twenties, I want to say mid-twenties, I really don't remember the exact number. We really didn't have that many. We had a small platoon, so they were able to individually nitpick everybody. Wow. But, uh, no, uh, going across the water, I got halfway down, had muscle failure in the chest. I could not, because I already used all my muscles climbing the rope beforehand. So fell in, got out, I'm soaking wet. So then the next obstacle, obstacle one was low crawling underneath barbed wires. That was easy, through mud. But then the next one was a cargo net climb at least 25 feet tall up a tower the cargo net was not taut so you literally you'd sunk in so get on top of that our drill cadets up there a drill cadet is a uh, lieutenant in training but is also doing the drill sergeant thing uh low crawl across that thing which is not that far then on the way down apparently somebody had fallen before me he got his arm caught in the net he had hairline fracture in above his wrist heading to his forearm and then below the elbow heading into his forearm he had hairline fractures on both of those uh me i got literally from the top legs are planted right left hand is holding right hand is going down to to grab the net so i can help uh, hold myself left hand slips off because i'm still wet and literally i'm just free falling off that thing. It was awesome. Because I landed and it was like, yeah, he's dead. And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It was weird. It's like, even during that, I still had all the drills, the basic training instincts, which is the drill sergeants. Are you okay? Wit, are you okay? It's like, drill sergeant, yes, drill sergeant. <laughs> first words, last words. Right. And then literally at that point, they started corralling everybody around that obstacle. Looking back on it, I think it was like a year later, I was like, they had wood finish on that obstacle. Wood finish is water resistant. So you touch it and you're wet, you slip. Hmm. Jeez. But yeah, then after that, I think for two weeks, two to four weeks, I was on a dead man's profile. Two. It was two or three. And they kept on saying, because basically if you fail your basic training test or you give up, they'll give you a chance to either get recycled, which is you do kitchen duty or whatever until the next basic training starts up, then you have a chance to go back in and they just reinsert you in as normal. Mm -hmm. Uh, They usually go a little bit lighter on you. But it was funny because it was like, well, you're going to go home. And we actually got to go in front of the drills, uh, the first sergeant that day too. And he was like, you want to go home? And I was like, nope. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. But uh, the other guy stayed on. I think he graduated also. Uh, I graduated, ironically, about three people that said I was not going to pass my PT test 
failed and they got recycled, which was awesome. Because, I mean, it was even hilarious from our drill sergeant Williams, the one that was black. Uh, he was maybe five four, also. Awesome guy, really awesome guy. But he, he, he'd always joke, he was like, wait, you passed your PT test. He'd always just go on about that. He's just randomly, wait, you passed. Because <laughs> he, he, he was just still amazed, I think, himself about it, too. Because he was like, you basically almost broke your back or yeah. almost broke your back. Didn't break anything. Just had a, It's just still a severe muscle strain. Jeez. That's all it was, luckily. Uh, Do you still feel anything? No. Uh, I want to say, like, five, six years ago when I started working out again, it pretty much went away. Wow. But during that duration, during the military and after I got the military, when I was becoming more of a fat ass, uh, it was hurting. Like, I could sit down for an hour, starts to hurt. Stand up for an hour, starts to hurt. <laughs> but there's, after working out, it pretty much worked itself out. Um, we got asthma back. That's what, like, you're recycling. Mm-hmm. We call it asthma. And the biggest thing was people who couldn't swim. Wow. So my recruiter is like, I'm not racist, but you're going to see a lot of black people who can't swim. And I'm like, that's messed up, dude. But he was right. There was one guy who, um, and our chief actually taught people to swim by saying, actually, it was our senior chief, and he had a Hitler mustache, and he was very tall, and he looked very similar to Hitler. And uh, he was like, when you're doing the breaststroke, it's just like you're slapping titties. You're mm-hmm. just slapping titties. <laughs> and so it worked. And uh, this one guy was so close to failing like the last day before we graduated, he passed the swim test, and what they what did for the, us. What was the time? Was it, was there, I don't was think it's a time, time thing. A you just gotta float. You gotta um, use your coveralls to get water in them, and then use that as a flotation device. And then they, you jump off the ten foot, fifteen foot, uh, not diving board, but platform. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, they take your birth control glasses and they just give you a piece of tape, and you write your name and you're like why uh, you'll find out yeah you just hit the water and then you're just blind immediately because your glasses are now just sinking to the bottom <laughs> so <laughs> i'm like blind with water in my eye trying to swim forward and i make it and they're like good now go fish out your glasses <laughs> <laughs> so that was you know but did they ever give you guys any time off they give us like an hour for sunday to write stuff i know you're looking at for me like i'm crazy basic no yes we had an hour the off. The only time you had off was if you volunteered to go to churches, and they actually had Wiccan churches and all the other religious churches, but that even then, that was a hassle, because you'd go there for 30 minutes, and then you're done. Yeah. And you come back. I think we had our weekends where we had off, right? which was not off, because you'd still wake up, do PT, go to Chow Hall, then come back, and you'd have time for your laundry. Then you would still go marching around the whole entire base doing PT. Yeah, I mean, I just meant, like, did you have Sundays to have services um well eventually after a couple of weeks guys started just you know just staying and just like either showering or like folding their clothes or shining their boots Mm -hmm. and one dude shined his boots super nice and then our recruiter's like you think you're better than everybody everyone line up kick his boots (laughs) you never never in at least basic training AIT even in permanent duty you never shine your boots better than your superior you always want to make sure they look okay but the the funniest thing that happened to me was this guy I knew he was like a shorter white guy with like blonde hair and I for some reason we were getting close to graduation and he wanted to shave his stuff just in case he found a lady so dumbass he come running out and my bed's right next to the head and he literally slides out like Kramer (laughs) And he's like, yo, I shaved my junk. And looks up, and our senior chief is standing right in front of him. <laughs> and, like, so if you get, like, facial bumps, you get a shave chip. Or no shave chip. So you, you can, you know, grow your beard out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just, you know, you can get ingrown hairs. 
So our chief looks down and goes, Shipmate, do you have a shave jit for that thing? And he's like, mm, no. He goes, it better grow back by tomorrow. <laughs> he just walked away. And the dude's just standing there butt naked holding his razor in shock. <laughs> it was ridiculous, man. We had that in, uh, at least for Fort Sill, because it was Oklahoma, and this is summertime. We had literally, I think we had four or five people get fined in basic training. Uh, you're not They straight edged their head. You can't do that in the summer. Wow. Uh, a few of them got sunburned. Uh, but yeah, they got fined. You get fined for damaging government property. Really? Yes. And that was also, I think at that time, was the first time I've ever seen somebody get blisters on their lips. But a guy, Wayland, I can't remember his first name. Uh, he was not albino, but he was extremely white. Uh, yeah, he got blisters on his lips. Wow. It was kind of weird. We had a guy with asthma. Really bad asthma. It was like sports-induced, and uh, he ended up freaking out. Uh, during like a really long PT session in, in interior interior PT session and um, he was like Brown Brown are you okay and the guy's like I don't know I don't know and he's like are you gonna die I don't know you don't you don't know what the <laughs> and they sent him off and he come back like two days later and um, I guess at one point he got dental work because he had I don't know how but his teeth were like it looked like he ate a pack of Oreos man like I don't Ooh. know yeah but he came back with, like, full teeth and, like, I mean, it looked nice. And he was like, yeah, I was in bed rest and I got to watch the news. <laughs> so we were like, what's the world like out there, man? <laughs> but, yeah, he ended up making it, man. We had three browns and he was the one who had terrible asthma. And he was like, You're, would you lie? Oh, and then we had one guy who was a nuke. And at the, the moment of truth, all right, is there anything you guys want to tell us? And he's like, I smoked marijuana before. And they're like... You just lost your security clearance, man. You're going to be something else. <laughs> What's a nuke? A uh, nuclear technician. I don't know what exactly. There's different types. Yeah. It's, you have to get clearance for that stuff. But, yep, he volunteered his clearance away by raising his hand. Yep. Yeah, going back on how you said he had, what, the weird people. Remember we had one guy. He stuck out a lot. A younger black guy. Really timid. I think he got booted out because they possibly found that he was just mentally incapable. Uh, he wasn't, didn't seem special ed, but literally the drill sergeant in his face, he would do like flower from Bambi, like just like looking away and like rubbing his foot in the ground, just like all timid and everything. And they were like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? It was like, you have an enemy coming up to you, you're doing that, you're dead. And yeah, I think it was like the last three weeks, I think he disappeared. He just disappeared. I think they pulled him to the side and out-processed him because he was just, yeah, really uh, touched. He's a what? Hmm? Touched, like touched in the head. Oh. He was just literally, he would do the PT and everything. He would chit-chat. Uh, but he, when it came to the drill sergeants, he was just giddy. Oh, like he wasn't scared. He was. He wasn't scared. He was just like he would like smile and look down and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and just like like, what are you doing, dude? And I was like, you're supposed to be here in training. You're supposed to like be psychologically training you for this stuff, for combat, and you're not taking to it. I'm like, if you have an enemy running up to you with a gun or whatever, or they're gonna want to kill you with their bare hands, you can't just look down at the ground and being mm. all timid. I'm like, yeah. Show me your war face. <laughs> yeah. I think it was one of the guys. I really don't remember his name. Oh. There was another guy. Uh, 
side story. Uh, we were doing DNC, and this is towards the end of doing DNC, drilling in in cadence, marching rifles, everything, bayonets attached, whatever. Uh, but we had one guy, I don't remember his name, I remember what he looks like. So we had Gully, uh, Gully uh, leading out to our flat top uh, concrete area next to the building. It was, uh, <laughs> he got called to the side because he could not do the rhythm thing at all. So he's working with our drill cadet. Or say, what's the rhythm thing? Knowing how to march, knowing how to, yeah, shoulder your rifle, knowing when to, uh, what was some of the incadent stuff? You know, lifting. And there was another one that was like a left cadent. It's not quite a left turn, you know, march. My face. It was, uh, you were curving your march. I don't remember oh. what the damn command for that is. Uh, but, uh, guide right? I don't know. I don't remember. I think that was it. That sounds like it. Sounds like it. But uh, he'd been training with the drill cadet for about 20 or 30 minutes. Then they hand him back over the drill sergeant. So he decides for about three minutes to call our drill sergeant drill cadet. He had to go on sick call the next day. <laughs> he had him low crawling through that gully, and it's almost a V. And there was grass stuff in there. Uh, his front forearms were bloody. It was like all scabbed up and everything. He had to be on sick call and take pain medication all because he was calling the drill sergeant drill cadet. <laughs> um, and they kept him going. It was it was funny. I remember that vividly. I was like, damn, dude, why don't you just stop? Why didn't you just pick a different clearing? He didn't. He chose his own area where he decided to do that stuff. He, I think he did the low crawling an hour, at least, up and down. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever gotten taken out like that like for specific training like I said I mean you know they'd pull us out at the end of the day if we did something wrong but nothing like that and we didn't sandwich anything we would just say petty officer or chief and some people would go yes petty chief and he'd be like I'm not a petty chief <laughs> I like it because we had people who would try to sneak food and man yeah. they would never do it again Yeah. luckily when people started doing that it was you have your first two weeks it's everybody's as a group is disciplined then after that they start going to individual nitpicking disciplining that's in uh you're getting smoked as it's called and at least the army we say beat which is basically you're going to do push-ups till i get tired of looking at you do push-ups yeah. or whatever i want you to do that's physical training yeah and you're required to do it uh but yeah the people that would sneak food they would probably get at least two days worth of smoking oh wow at least and they would never do it again ever <laughs> We had a guy get packed up. I don't know what he did. I can't remember, but um, he was like, like kind of a goofy guy, and uh, our RDC legitimately pulled everything out of his, you know, coffin lock, his rack, and was just like, "You're going home." And he's like, "No!" And he starts crying. He's like, "Start doing push-ups now!" And like this dude was dripping sweat. Like it was like 45 minutes of just that. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, I know, but comparatively. But no, about your uh, guy who can't march. We had a guy named Diallo. And I don't know if he was African, but, you know, he, he kind of have a very, you know, happy accent. And he was a very nice guy. And this guy, uh, our chief, would walk up to him. And, like, instead of, you know, keeping his shoulders, <laughs> he would, like, he would kind of, like, power walk. And our chief is like, what are you doing, Diallo? And he's like, I'm walking, chief. And he's like, no, we're marching. And he's like, what the hell is that? And he's like, I'm marching, chief. <laughs> and he's like, do you beep up like that when you're at your house? And he's like, yes, chief. And he's like, what? We're not here! <laughs> and, like, our chief was trying to be hard on him, and he was just such a, like, kind guy who just didn't get it. And he ended up finally getting it, but I just love that. Like, Do you beep up like that at your house? Yes, chief! <laughs> We're not here! 
Yeah, we have we call that people doing the Frankenstein. Yep. That you do your left foot, left foot forward, right arm goes forward, left hand is going back. Yeah. And people would go left leg forward, left arm forward, right arm forward, right <laughs> leg forward, and it's just kind of like <laughs> looking like Frankenstein. Or like, what are you doing? Yeah. Our quiet guy slid through. I remember like our sixth week, we had a guy who was like our, I think our third flag carrier. And our chief is like, all right, flags, come on. We're all talking. And he just pauses. He looks at this guy. He looks around. He's like, are you new? And he's like, no, chief. And he's like, you've been here the whole time? He's like, yes. He's like, how the fuck do one of you guys always just slip, wow. slip by me, man? <laughs> and he's like, did I do something wrong? He's like, no, but I've got my eye on you now. <laughs> I think the other funny ones are drill cadet was hilarious. He was maybe 20, 21. Wow. And wow. I was 21 at the time. He was really young. He wore glasses. Uh, Drill Cadet Radke, I think was his name. Uh, cool guy. It was just hilarious when he would try to act angry because you could tell it was 100% fake. But the most funniest thing, and literally our drill sergeant let us get away with it, uh, he still had a cracking voice. Oh, no. So we would do pyramids, which is uh, pyramid exercises. We do push-ups, whatever, calisthenics, anything like that. Uh, jumping jacks and all that. And... He would just be calling it out in the morning, and this is like pitch black in the morning at like 4 a.m. We're doing PT. Like, okay, for the pyramid, we're going to do a pyramid at 20? And it wasn't because he was losing his voice. He was literally still having a cracked voice, and everybody in the platoon eventually was just starting to make fun of him during just that PT session. But he, he owned up to it, but it was just, man, the drill sergeants let that go so good. Yeah. Ours was the opposite, dude. Our dude was badass. He was a CB. Mm-hmm. And, he, like, that was the guy that was breaking 90, you know, just holding them push-ups. And um, one day towards at the end of boot camp, he's like, all right, now I'm going to take off my hat. And when I take off this hat, I'm a regular person. But the second I put it back on, I'm going to kick all y'all's asses. Okay, you can ask me anything you want. I'm like, okay. And I won't call his name out. But somebody said something like, um, did you ever lose any friends? And he goes, no, I never lost my M16 at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what? Yeah, dude, and like then he went on like this tangent about like going through a fence that was like barbed wire, and then putting like a claymore behind it. Like it was just like a, a parable for like how we need to be prepared, like mm. and just always cover our steps. And then um, he said something else about it. It kind of always stuck with me. He said like never get comfortable. He's like even when you're sitting down, even when you're laying down, never get comfortable because when you're comfortable, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And man, he was he was great. And then he put his his you know cap back on and proceeded to. Whoop our asses for like an hour in PT. <laughs> I think that was like the craziest thing is what uh, our drill sergeant got a hold of. He was looking through all our files, but he found out that I was going to become a Armory S4. He's like, wait, I got something for you. We're, this is our, I think our second, third FTX field training exercise. And this is our simulated one, which was kind of fun because we got to go against the officers in training. So basically the game, and we didn't know it at the time, but we figured it out. Uh, so we were out there for three days, typical field stuff, and the officer's training portion was to get into our area and either take or plant stuff. Uh, <laughs> it was very fun, because we'd start hearing the whistlings and night noises, and we're like, birds aren't awake at this time. And they started to do that, then we, were just, we had blank rounds, but we were, we were told, hey, if you see something and it's fishy fire at it. Oh, God. So yeah, we had stuff like that going on, but yeah, uh, I think we caught two, 
two officers trying to infiltrate. It was pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun. fun. It was fun as fuck. Uh, just don't go to the bathroom. The bathroom, the two that we had were infested with uh, black widows. It's oh. quite hilarious. Oh, jeez. Just use a tree. Yeah, all we did was we just dug uh, fucking K-holes. What's they called? K-holes? I forgot what they were called. No, not a K-hole. But uh, I forgot what they were called fucking back then. Then, uh, yeah, going back to... K-bar? Uh, I remember what it was called. Better foxhole than there was the oh. fucking shitholes that we had to drink dig too for going to the bathroom I forgot what we call those but uh yeah they decided to stick me with the fucking M60 to lug around because they're like you're gonna become armor you get used to this and I'm like <laughs> what is this it's like it's an M60 and I'm like and it, it's it's heavy it's probably 30 pounds I had to have that and my rucksack and that's packed with about 20 pounds also jeez that was the worst part of my FTX cause I was like what is going on? I'm going to die. Did you ever get to shoot it? Uh, yes. Oh. That was fun. The only thing I didn't like about it is that the obviously the round area gets extremely hot because it's an old fucking machine. But yeah, I was trying to change the rounds out of that and getting coached on that and I was like, I'm going to burn my hand off. Mm. But it was hot. But no, I got to fire that motherfucker. It was like shooting a fucking laser, dude. <laughs> it was awesome. When I got permanent duty, I got more hands-on with it. It was fun with that. We even had our one of our drill sergeants in basic training. He get to sh- got to show off his skills because he was uh, armory also. I think he disassembled it in like 40 seconds. Wow. And then putting it back together and all that. Yeah. So we've got a lot about basic training. Did you have any specific questions, Dylan? Uh, next thing I wanted to know about was pranks. You know, you hear about guys pulling pranks on each sure, other. Sure, definitely. I already have one. AIT. This is afterwards. So, AIT is West Virginia. Uh, one of my bunk banks at the time was Beal, Private Beal. Then I think he got transferred two bedrooms down. Uh, wasn't really a prank, more or less him fucking up. The drill sergeant did a prank on him, I guess you should say. Uh, drill sergeant, uh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember the drill sergeant's name from AIT. Drill sergeant Jenkins. That's what it was, drill sergeant Jenkins. Uh, this is during graduation morning. Like, if you don't show for this, you don't graduate. Right. You have to wait for the next graduation show. Uh, they were fucking with them hard because they went in there and they were doing the last inspection for our rooms ever. Oh, no. Then we hear, and this, this is a co-op, so we had females and men. Right. And we hear literally, oh, holy shit! Private Bill, what the fuck is this? Private Bill, what is this? And he had... Close to probably 30 porn magazines under his mattress. And I do not exaggerate. It's it a library. It was a shit. And we were like, where the fuck did he get? Because there was a P- PX down the street. But we were like, yeah. how did you get this many in six weeks? The fuck are you doing? And he has him, he orders him just wearing his shirt. And this is West Virginia around late September. So it's 20 degrees tops out in the morning, orders him in his regular white shirt and boxers to go to chow hall. Drill sergeant, I need my ID. Fuck that. Go to chow hall. Eat. So the chow hall people won't let you in unless you have your ID. They won't let him in. So he goes back and forth, which is probably at least a five-block walk to and from for about 30 minutes. Jeez. Wearing nothing but a shirt. Shirt and boxers. (laughs) So they get tired of that, so Drill Sergeant Jenkins got the idea... Fuck it. 
So they busted out the giant, big old gray trash can at the base floor, and this is a three-story tall, two or three-story tall barracks. It's, it's represented as like a living thing. So everybody coming in and leaving gets to see him ripping up page by page <laughs> of every porn mag. And we're all looking at him like, he is not going to graduate today. They got him there 20 seconds before he had to walk the stage. <laughs> I shit you not. It was hilarious. He was fucking turning white as a sheet. But he was scared shitless. It was pretty funny. Yeah, Drill Sergeant Jenkins was an okay guy. I think my favorite joke from his is his, his bird joke, which is there's no correct way to answer it. It's like, you like birds? Do you like birds? Sure. Yeah, you like this bird too? And he would flip people off, and if you don't like birds, he'd still flip you off, well, you don't like this bird too. And he'd do it just to random people. If he was if he was smoking us or we were doing PT, hey, hey you! And it's literally like that's what they call you in the military most of the time, at least for yeah, your training. And one, some random person would always look. Then his other one, he's always asked the female recruits, hey, did you shave this morning? And it's like, I hope you, I hope you didn't. I learned after I got to permanent duty, I think a year afterwards, he got let go because he was sleeping with some of the females. Oh no! In so AIT. He was really asking if they shaved yeah. that morning. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's that's a, actually the biggest funny okay. thing from AIT. Any pranks for you in the Navy? Um, yes, I was pranked once. We'll get to that. But uh, to talk about. Our RDCs didn't actually, uh, they were the complete opposite when it came to females. Um, I think the worst description I ever heard was, uh, he's like, these are your sisters in, in uniform. Why would you want to sleep with your sister? And this dude was like, well, my sister could get it then. <laughs> and then he walked up to him and looked up and down. And he goes, you like grilled cheese sandwiches? And he's like, why? And he goes, you know how you like to shower back at home compared to here? And he's like, yeah. He's like, no. You know how women like to shower compared to here? He's like, they're getting no more time than you are. That's a grilled cheese sandwich, homie. Crusty on the outside and <laughs> gooey on the inside. And I was like, Jesus Christ. This oh. is terrible. Yeah, dude, they were very oh, descriptive. terrible. But uh, to make myself the butt of the joke, I'll go ahead and tell probably the funniest thing that happened to me. I just got back from my first deployment. And, uh, you know, I'm drinking a little bit of hanging out. And my phone goes off. And I look down, and I'm at the smoke pit, you know, just smoking. And I look down, and there's a cock on my screen. What the fuck? I swipe off. I'm like, okay. Bring! Comes up. Hey, girl, what's up? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Bring! Hey, yo, girl, what's going on? Bring! Hey, girl, what's up? I'm like, what the fuck is going you got on, dude? your number dude? in the bathroom. No, man, worse. They put my number on Craigslist. <laughs> Horny sailor girl. Been off. <laughs> been out of here seven months. Been on a boat. Need, you know, need some good dickin'. And I look over, and my friends are just looking out the window, just like busting out laughing. They're like, "Yo, <laughs> getting any interesting calls lately?" <laughs> Fuck you. They they immediately took it down. But dude, it was like a good twenty five minutes of just my phone blowing up. It's just dick pictures. And shit. <laughs> oh my god. But dude, we had um, a guy that we legitimately all just disliked because this man, no lie, said, "I'm from Puerto Rico," and. I'm only in the military because I killed somebody with my bare hands during a UFC match, and Puerto Rico sent me to America to become a United States sailor. And we're like, okay. Yeah, and he'd say stuff like, we bought a bottle of Bacardi, 
and I put a couple of Jolly Ranchers in it just because apparently that's supposed to make it taste better. All of a sudden, this bottle's in his room, and it's half gone. And his roommate came up, you know, my buddy Saunders, and he's like, hey, man, uh, is this yours? I'm like, yeah. Why is this in your room? And he goes, he had it in his fridge. He'd come walking in, hey, who took my bottle? I said, dude, that's my bottle. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, my, you know, my uncle did create Bacardi. Huh? Yeah, he owns Bacardi. He's one of those. You do, no lie. So we would just talk mad shit. But he, uh, we got him. He, one of the first weeks he was there, he was drinking everybody's sodas out of the fridge. So my friend got a brand new 16 ounce, sipped a little bit out, and just dumped Visine into it. Oh. Yeah, so we all went out on the flight line. We came back, and then I'll say his name, you know. That's no, all good. <laughs> well, we called what? him Rico. We called him Rico. Rico. He was called himself Rico. Was he suave? No, he was not. <laughs> anyway. Rico. He, uh, he was in the bathroom for a good 45 minutes, you know, we're like, you alright, bro? And, yeah. So you haven't seen that Coke, have you? <laughs> no, why? <laughs> <laughs> but you said you had two soap parties. We only had one, apparently, and I slept through it. This uh, bigger dude had called us out for something, and they Ricky Ninja'd him, man. They put on their masks. They gave us ski masks, and they all just beat the hell out of the dude, yeah. I think they had, what, guy? the first soap party I was awake for, the second one I actually slept through. Uh, poor guy, he he volunteered to get out, I think, two days later. Uh, it literally looked like somebody took charcoal things and just rubbed all over his body. They fucking beat the... What's the soap part? Is that soap like party is you put your soap metal, in a sock. Oh, like in full metal jacket. Exactly like that, and that's what they did to him. Oh my god. Uh, I think one time they were going to try and fuck with me, and they decided not to just because of my sheer size. And they're like, yeah, he'll probably kill one of us. That, and I think at that time, I was the only person, and I think my drill sergeant realized it, I was crazy enough to actually disobey the drill sergeant to their face in private. Hmm. So I did that. I was so tired after that. I think it was the, that FTX from carrying that M60. And literally like, well, we're having final inspection and everything. And I was like, you have to prepare yourself. I was like, my wall lockers are already prepared. I just want to go to sleep. I slept for like 30 minutes standing up with my forehead in, in a corner. And then they reported me the drill sergeant. And I was like, I just needed to sleep. Because if not, I was going to start hurting people. I was a bit crazier. Uh, I was shitload crazier back then. Yeah, it seems like you've calmed down. Like me, I would literally, if somebody would to get in my face like that, even at Walgreens now or whatever, I would manhandle them. They would they would be like, I'm running, I'm leaving. And I'm, I used to be like that. I would fucking beat the shit of people that would. I remember that lady who called uh, you and Carmen racist. And you were like... And then you just paused mid-breath and went, Carmen, I need to go to the back before I hurt somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's nuts, man. Because I'll only just ragged all people. Yeah, just think about it. So what would someone have to do to earn a soap party? Soap party? Uh, I think the guy that we had, he... What was he doing? I think he was ratting out people. He was ratting out people that were, I guess, stealing food. And you still... Even in the basic training in AIT and even permitted, you kind of don't really rat out people. You try to find a way to be like, hey, don't steal food, dude. You approach them directly. You don't turn them into the superior. You actually take the matters into your hand. And he reported like four people that were stealing food. And then the drill sergeant's like, hey, I'm going for the weekend. If anything happens, I don't know anything. And shit like that. Literally, literally out of the drill sergeant's mouth like that shit. And we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Bye-bye. And, we're like, and they did it again, and I was like, 
who are they going to go after this time? And I, I don't even remember who they went after. I think they tried the soap party and it kind of failed. I don't remember hmm. the second one. I was asleep. Even think about that with the sleeping stuff. The funniest thing in basic training is you will have people have drill sergeant nightmares. Huh. I had one guy. I was on fire call. He's right. And I'm coming out the right wing of the restrooms because they were all connected. Uh, for two different big giant restrooms, different showers and everything. But, uh... I'm coming through, and this guy is having a nightmare. Like, he was, like, full-on screaming. He's like, hey, dude, wake up, wake up. You're fine, man. And he literally sits up. He's like, drill sergeant, yes, drill sergeant. <laughs> and he literally just lies back down and goes to sleep. And I'm like, God, <laughs> damn. We'd, we'd yell attention on deck when people were sleeping, and they'd just shoot up. Uh, yep. No, we had this guy. I was on watch one day, and I'm walking around. And I want to say that's the night where the clocks rolled back. So I went from a four-hour watch to a five-hour watch, and I was so mad. But this dude, no lie, is just like laying in bed, and you just hear, oh, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. And we're like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, kind of nudging my buddies. We like lean over, and he's like, mm, Jessica? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I see him in the morning, and I went, hey, man, how's Jessica? And he's like, huh? I was like, yeah, your, your girlfriend, Jessica, right? He's like, my girlfriend's name's not Jessica. And I'm like, you were moaning Jessica in your sleep. And he goes, What? <laughs> Really? Like, yeah, I was like, who? Jessica Alba? He's like, it must be. I don't even fucking know a Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what is that, his girlfriend's sister? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, that was really it. Um, I was so tired one night. Apparently, this guy was selling Percocets. He had gotten his molars removed. Hmm. And uh, he was buying Percocets from people and then selling them for like a higher rate or something. Or had his own, I don't remember. But um, yeah, they came through. They ripped everything out of his locker, searched everything, threw him out. PT'd him and some other guy that was selling to him. And then here I am, like an hour later, I get woken up for watch, and I'm like, guys, we're missing two people. <laughs> oh, like, shit. Hey, you do the head count? Yeah. You don't know what happened? I was like, no. And I'm like, how the fuck did you sleep? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but that was actually, the guy ratted him out. That's the guy they soap. They, mm. yeah, they whooped his ass. I was like, people do that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the permanent duty-wise, I can say I had nothing eventful. I had a guy attack uh, a petty officer. Um, he was super drunk, and this guy was the barracks officer, like barracks petty officer, and he was watching over our barracks for us. And um, he was just sitting down there watching TV, hanging out. And he came running in. And he was just like, "You fucking stole my beer!" And he's like, "Excuse me, I haven't left this room." And he's like screaming at him. And uh, my other buddy, you know, came out, and we're just like, "Let's just go out and smoke. Come on, let's go out and smoke." So we kind of got him outside. And then the barracks petty officer came outside to smoke, too. And he attacked him, dude. And no lie, my friend got in between them. And he was like, just call barracks police right now. And I was like, uh. He's like, just call them now. So I called him up. And I was like, hey, this guy's hitting petty officer. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, they're all larger than me, man. They're, like, twice the size of you, you know, and they're wailing on each other. And uh, the cops roll up, barracks police. Mm-hmm. No lie. They whip out their nightstick, I guess, mm-hmm. the extendable one, and he looks at me and goes, Watch one! And with the guy in the white, Roger that! And they just start. <laughs> you have no idea. That's the way MPs are. MPs are at Fort Hood. Which one? Dude. And they, they have a hankering for that shit. Oh, yeah, and they handcuffed him, and the guy was crying. He was like, uh, You're crossing my finger! I got you my finger! And I'm like, Shut the fuck up! And they brought him in, and I think he had like a. I don't know. 
point one two or something or zero, whatever you know like oh the blood alcohol yeah it was like a, yeah. it was like only it breathalyzed him. it was double maybe and um then they processed him out that night and then I saw him because I had watched that night and he no I didn't recognize that I was a part of it said hi to me after he like sobered up yeah, and he was like hey man dude. And the funny thing was, the BPO came in and he was just like, hey, I just need your statement. And I said, okay. And he goes, you know, I've pulled over women with three times the amount of blood alcohol content, and they're still driving fairly fine. I don't understand how this guy blackout drunk. And he was like probably 5'10", you know, 220, 240. Shit. Big dude. Yeah, man. He probably hadn't drank anything or eaten anything all day. That'll do it. And then the mm-hmm. worst thing was in our A school, this... uh we had this cool it's chief Aberman. i mean he uh he was like this old school black dude you know he had a mustache real cool dude and uh this guy had walked in drunk out of his mind he had woken up on the beach with half of his uniform on <laughs> so just walked in without a top just his white shirt on and his pants and one shoe and our chief is like shipmate you need a request coming aboard and he said, fuck you. And he hauled him the N-word, pulled out his dick, and just started peeing on the floor. And our chief oh. just, like, kind of gave him an oh, really face, you know? Just took a second, called the MPs. And we had a first class, much bigger dude. He's also a mm-hmm. black guy. And he was like, any of y'all motherfuckers call me that shit, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, that. you better best believe that is the coolest head I have ever seen in that situation. Because, ooh, I don't give a shit if you're small. I don't give a shit <laughs> if you're drunk. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, uh, I, th- I think he had a, um, a like a, well, I don't even know how blood alcohol content works, point one three five or something, like a point. I mean, point zero eight. Point zero eight is, is drunk. Okay, yeah. yeah, so he had like a point one six five then or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so like twice. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I think it's like, once you get into the point two range, when it starts becoming, da- like, deadly yeah that you have it okay then honestly it your liver doesn't process it and starts going to the blood it was something like it was a three man i don't want to say it was like a point three something but it was way up there dude they were like i don't understand how this guy was conscious let alone saying words (laughs) you know so yeah man we didn't never really get too shit-faced whenever we get overseas man i mean some people did but you know you went out to go see stuff you know like that wasn't too bad yeah any other questions, Mr. Dillon? Well, I was just saying we should go ahead and wrap it up. About yeah. an hour in. It's a sex term, sir. Yeah, wrap, wrap it up. up. It can be. Well, all right. Uh, thanks for stopping by, uh, Dylan and Ron. I uh, appreciate you coming up with this idea. It's pretty interesting, I'm sure. We're going to have a lot of comments. Uh, might have to explain ourselves in a few of these. <laughs> But uh, I guess, audience, if you guys have any questions, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting together and doing, you know, maybe uh, another 30 minutes of this. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, you guys uh, want to say anything closing out here? There's too many people in Austin. <laughs> that's good. That's another topic. Yeah, that's our next video then. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming by. And again, our sponsor is Lightning Speed Briefs, the briefs you dream about. All right, you guys have a good one.